Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. My name is Jesse Fritz. If you are new around here, I am the host, and we post over here every week, although I am going to take a little bit of time off in January, so just be prepared for that. But today's podcast, I am speaking with a certified Ayurveda coach and yoga instructor, Arena from Forever Sunday. I sometimes I've been struggling with saying the word Ayurveda, but it's a beautiful word. During our conversation, we dive into burnout and how this led to Arena. This led Arena to the purpose of her life, which is being a coach and working with people in this space. We both talked about our experience with burnout and balance and how to make that work within your life. She also takes us through all the Ayurvedic types and how this teaching can help you on your healing journey. There's so many awesome tidbits within this. I had never heard about Ayurveda. I mean, I knew the word, but I didn't fully understand the lifestyle and how it was connected to yoga and things like that. So Arena takes us through all the pieces of it, and I know that y'all will love it. So without further ado, make sure that you are subscribed if you aren't already, but let's jump in and hear from Arena. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Chronically Healing Podcast. Today on the show, I have Arena. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Of course. So why not? I'm so excited to have you. Um, why don't we kind of jump right in, and why don't you introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, and things like that. Okay. Well, I'm uh, Irina, and I'm a yoga teacher and Ayurveda practitioner. Um, I used to be a marketing manager, actually, at a big corporate firm. Um, but after um, a series of burnouts throughout my whole career, I just realized that I, I can't do this anymore. This is really impacting my health. And um, also in terms of my values, I, there was just so much that was not right in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. And also I kept getting sick and not feeling well. And, you know, I was only in my early 30s and thinking this, this can't be it. And I was already practicing yoga for a few years then. And I always thought it would, it really soothed me. It really helped me. Mm-hmm. And at a certain point, I decided I wanted to take a sabbatical. I went traveling for six months. Mm. And... I did a yoga teacher training and that teacher training included Ayurveda as well, an introduction to Ayurveda. And then actually like the whole world, it opened, everything opened up for me because everything, all the things that I had been wondering, I had, I had always been really interested in the relationship between food and health and particularly mental health. And suddenly like, it was like a few you know, boxes were t- ticked and, and mm-hmm. things became more clear. So um, I stayed in India and then went on to study um, more Ayurveda. And then that's what I've been doing ever since. So teaching yoga and teaching Ayurveda and working with clients. And um, yeah, it's, it's been a dream and, and it's, it's been amazing, <laughs> really. I yeah. could never, ever have imagined that, that I would be doing this right now, but I am. <laughs> yeah. So. 
It, that's so interesting. Like, so for those of you that are listening, you don't know this, but I actually ended up having to reschedule our podcast at least once, maybe twice, because I was going through such a burnout phase with my job and I just left my job, but I didn't realize um, some of the similarities. Like I work in marketing and it was just, you know, I got to the point that it was too much. So there's a whole bunch I want to jump into, but you had mentioned burnout and what I feel like I feel like a lot of people are going through that right now. Mm. And I think a lot of people, you know, it's scary with like the pandemic and all that kind of stuff with thinking about leaving your job. But like, what, what did that feel like to you? What was burnout to you? Mm. It, I've, I've been through a few and they were always a little bit different. One time I really opposed the values of a company and I just I I got really sick even thinking like I am supporting this kind of company uh like I would go to work and feel really um nauseous and and I was sleeping badly and and it just really felt like there was something very very wrong and I could directly connect it to work Mm -hmm. Um, but other times um Another time it was actually a burnout, which is loads of work, um, but not very interesting work. So it was just mm-hmm. after the crisis um, in 2009, the yeah. financial crisis, and lots of people had been laid off, and uh, me too at that time, and I found another job. But it was actually, well, I had way too much experience for this job. And yeah. so I ended up in a job because I had to work, you know, I paid the rent. And yeah. uh, I ended up in a job that was too easy for me. And I just started dreading. I was, I don't know, not challenged at all. There was no room for initiative. And I was just bored, even though I had loads of work, but I was bored. And so that also started um, a journey of, of descending into like burnout, no energy and, and sleeping badly. And is this it and not functioning properly even outside of work anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I would say that I've been, (laughs) I don't know, I know quite a bit of the spectrum. Um, It always appears in, in different ways. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've learned to recognize the symptoms in my body. But I also realized that for a lot of people, especially the early, early signs, might not be so clear and might just be fatigue. Um, and if, if that's left unchecked or not going deeper into why is there fatigue and, yeah. you know, it, it goes further than just working too hard, even though, you know, you can link it directly to working too hard, but also it it involves a lot of questions around the purpose of your work and mm-hmm. you know the purpose in your life and what are you doing with your life and if that's not in alignment, then that's just like a sure surefire way to to burn out. Uh, yeah, for me anyway. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree, and I think it's interesting that you bring up um, because I think a lot of people think of burnout as like I'm working too much, which can definitely be a piece of burnout. But um, what you brought up about being in a job that was too easy for you, like it was boring, um, I've dealt mm-hmm. with that. I've been in positions where it's and it's really hard because especially if there's not really room for growth or support, it can just be like weighing on 
especially people who are interested and know that they're, they are here to serve a bigger purpose. I think, I think some people ignore that. I think we're all here to serve a bigger purpose, but I think some people can ignore that. Whereas, you know, others can't, and it's really hard to be like doing things like that when, when you know that you could be serving a bigger purpose for sure. I do, I want to jump in. So I'm very new to even understanding. So what is Ayurveda? What is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's, it, Ayurveda is often called the sister science of yoga. Um, and when I, by now, everybody knows yoga. It was, it used to be very woo-woo and um, mm. Ayurveda deals with the um, lifestyle part of yoga so food and nutrition Mm. um and lifestyle so what um how you organize your life basically and what you put into your body and how you use your body in terms of exercise and work and all these things and it's there to support your purpose in life so if you're on a spiritual path or you're you, you might even not be but if you if you're into yoga then there is a really big chance that um you know there there is a spiritual part um a spiritual sort of awakening Mm -hmm. um in your life and ayurveda really supports that from um a body uh level um in yoga we say that there are there are five koshas um Mm. so the five layers of of being and one is the body and one is the mind and then there is the the more subtle layers and Ayurveda really plays into the body and also the mind a little bit because there is obviously a very clear connection between between body and and the mind um and through food you can really manage a lot you can you can manage chronic diseases you can um you can heal you can uh, Ayurveda is mainly about prevention but it can also heal Mm. Um, diseases but it's a very slow process and always uh, remembering that it took you a really long time to get where you are right now so maybe you are in burnout or maybe you know there is some other health issues that you have and it it took a really long time um, for that to build up and then at a certain point there is you know the the straw that breaks the camel's neck and then you you know you suddenly okay it's very clear like something is (laughs) is wrong and Ayurveda can help with bringing, you know, bringing that back into balance. But it, it's not just eat this and that and that, because yeah. that would be very, very narrow. Um, but it looks at um, your nature, what kind of type of person you are. And Ayurveda sees um, all people as completely unique. So that's really what made the click for me, because you know, oh, keto is so good for da da da, and uh, being vegan is the answer. Or oh, no, no, you have to be raw, and all these, uh, all these messages can be very confusing. And in, in Ayurveda actually comprises everything. So yes, definitely there are people for whom keto can be very good, but it can be very, very bad for another person. And it helps you find out what can actually bring more balance um, to you as a unique person in this world. I love that, especially as someone, um, so I have chronic illness and I know that a lot of my listeners, um, deal with some sort of chronic issue and 
the dieting side of that world can be really scary. And Mm -hmm. especially for people that have previous eating or disordered eating patterns like I do and things like that being pushed into things like keto or, um, you know, low FODMAP diet, things like that, that they're very helpful in the moment. But when you think you have to like continue with it forever, that's Mm -hmm. where it can be really dangerous. So do you find that like, that Ayurveda is like a a really good option for those of us with, with chronic conditions? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because it, it explains why something can work. And then you also know when you can start trying to move away from that really restricted kind of eating. So for instance, um, I think that there is a really um, good link between eating keto and diabetes. So low, low carb for diabetes, Mm -hmm. Um, but eating keto all your life, first of all, (laughs) it's very hard (laughs) to do. And second, it will deprive your body from, certain nutrients that you really need mm-hmm. um, but to manage like the right now it can it can be really helpful mm-hmm. and then as soon as you, st- you st- start recognizing that your body is healing mm-hmm. you can also start thinking okay now I can do maybe this and that and start eating a little bit of this and you know yeah. because every single food is like is categorized and the way you prepare your food and, and, and what you eat in different seasons, like everything has been written down mm-hmm. as what is the most helpful for this kind of person in this kind of environment. And that makes it super comprehensive, but also um, confusing yeah. sometimes. Um, because a lot of people who find out about Ayurveda and, and um, think, oh, this is amazing, but it's like, how on earth do you, how do I start? Because it's, it's so much and, yeah. and it doesn't, and I'm this type, but it, it doesn't seem to work. And, and so there, there, it's actually very simple, but it can be confusing to start out and it requires a really deep listening to the body and bringing a lot of awareness to the link between your food and um, how your body is responding to that food. And it also requires managing your lifestyle. So taking away, like really digging deep and looking for the cause Mm. of your symptoms. And in the case of of burnout, that's really to do with how do you spend your day-to-day? Like what what does your day-to-day look like? And is that you know, is there a lot of stress because there is uh, a stressful job or you are ma- managing um, children and a job mm-hmm. and taking care of an, an elderly parent or yeah. it, there's a lot of different ways that stress can impact the body. And we don't always recognize certain impulses as um, a stress, a stressor for the body. That's something those of us with chronic illness, but even outside of that area, stress management is so important. And I think that <laughs> it's so hard to even start with that. You're like, okay, what, what do I do? How do I become less stressed? <laughs> like it just can mm-hmm. be really overwhelming. So I know you, so you work with people with like using Ayurveda, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so how do you do that? 
Well, usually, so I have a coaching package that is five weeks. And um, the first week I just ask, I want you to record everything. So mm -hmm. I have this, this journal that people have to write everything down, what they eat, when they eat it, how they feel, what they did that day, what their relationships were that day, how work was and everything. So it's, it's a lot. Mm -hmm. And then we have like a 90 minute uh, coaching call where we go through the, the, the journal and any questions that they have and establishing their Ayurvedic type as well. And then the next four weeks, so I make a, a plan with them together, you know, what is doable for you and how can we bring the stress level down and how can we, you know, improve the eating habits or, you know, better way of eating for what I think, you know, would be suitable for this kind of health problem. So they go away with the, 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 the plan, basically. Mm -hmm. And then every week, uh, after that, I ask them to submit another journal, another journal, another journal, and we go through it and then see, okay, what's improving, what's not improving, how do you feel? And then in the course of these four weeks, there usually is already, you know, uh, some improvement and mm -hmm. some realizations about, okay, there is really some things that have to change in, you know, the way I'm, I'm leading my life. And then at the end of that, we have another uh, 30 minute call. Mm -hmm. um to um yeah discuss any further questions and everything so we're together for five weeks and people can ask me questions and should i do this or should i do that or i don't understand this and mm -hmm. supplements and all, all of that so it's very very comprehensive yeah yeah and really helpful for those people that are feeling kind of overwhelmed with getting started yeah. and yeah. exactly yeah because we start from the place where they are at the moment so yeah. a lot of people think like i'm super healthy already like why is is yeah. something not improving but i have the knowledge and then i can apply it and i see because i'm an outsider so for me it's mm -hmm. way easier to see um what might not be working in their life um then you know i can't do it for me it's <laughs> yeah. if, if i need help i also go to another person because um, it's really hard to, to see it if it's, if it's about yourself and maybe you have that experience like trying this for a bit and then trying that for a bit and it's not mm -hmm. working or maybe it's working a little bit and then it stops working and I, after a while it's just like, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you give up and then you find something else and it's just like this roller coaster and Ayurveda is really about, it's the path of moderation. So, you know, we don't make any big changes like straight away so I'm not going to put you on keto or something yeah. <laughs> you know from from tomorrow no like that that's actually also a stressor on the body and often people don't realize that like if you do nothing at all in terms of exercise and then you suddenly want to go run a 5k yeah. uh, race that's going to be a huge stress on your body but a lot of yeah. people you know don't really want to go slow and they have goals and and so it's something that often affects um you know the type a personalities like the really driven people and and you know the the high achievers and mm -hmm. um yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm one of those as well for sure i was gonna but. say i know those type of people because that is yeah. me <laughs> so i hear that so you had mentioned while you were talking an ayurvedic type what what are those what is mm -hmm. that okay so similar to uh chinese medicine there are there are five elements um, ether air fire earth and water 
and they combine into three Ayurvedic mind body types and they're called Vata, Pitta and Kapha. Mm -hmm. And we are all a combination of all those elements and the elements manifest in a different way in each person. So for instance, there is a description of, you know, what Vata eyes and Pitta eyes and, and Kapha eyes look like. Mm-hmm. And you can be a Kapha person, but have Vata eyes or something. So all the different combinations, millions of different combinations make that you are one um, mm. particular person, a unique person. And it also means that you probably have a dominant type. So that's one of the things that we look at, like what is your dominant type and what's the second one? And then the third one is usually um, also present, of course, but mm-hmm. not, as, um, not as much as what the first uh, two. And the t- types are called doshas in okay. Ayurveda. And the three types are vata, pitta, and kapha. Yeah. And, and vata is the air and ether elements together. So it's a person that is very mobile and uh, you know moving a lot and talking fast and uh, a little bit chaotic um, always with new ideas and uh, life goes fast and um, all of of these kind of things are usually very skinny people Mm. Um, and then the pita type is the this is this kind of a type personality so they're very driven very focused you know, they, are, they have a goal and they go for it. <laughs> um, they can, um, they, they also move a lot, but it's really with a purpose. So, mm. okay, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, I have a plan and I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and then the Kapha personality type, it's the earth and the water elements together. And this is the more nurturing type. So, You'll often find them in a profession like a doctor or nurse or a vet. Um, and they are very stable and, uh, you know, they, they really like their routine. Um, they don't like change a lot. So anything that's, you know, any change is met with resistance. And they're so, they're very loving. So people always call on them for support and they're very happy to give it. But they also need to take care that they're not giving too much because mm. that's also uh, you know, putting boundaries in place um, is also one of one of the troubles so and then everybody is a, a combination of these three types so it's it's very rudimentary you know okay this is the vata type this is the pita type and this is the the, the kapha type but maybe you can already see in, also around you like oh i think this is more like a vata type uh, personality and this is more uh, a kapha type and if you know what kind of type you are, sorry, then you can also know what kind of food that you need to, you know, nourish your body and what kind of exercise is really good for your body. For instance, you know, this pita type, which is like, it's fire and, and water. So it's like really um, go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And to balance that fire out, actually, this type needs more, um, well, first to laugh. So any kind of team sport or not taking everything so seriously is really helpful. And also uh, exercise or movement that is going to bring that energy down a little bit. So um, meditation or um, 
if you're talking about yoga and not like the very intense vinyasa style or ashtanga style yoga, even though they really like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but actually, it's better to choose a, a rather slow and intentional style because that's really gonna um, bring that body back into balance. And so you can really work with the types and see like, okay, this is the type of activity that you prefer. But if you're really honest, does it really bring you into balance? Or, you know, um, I used to play squash and I'm also a very high pita type. Um, and I still love it <laughs> for sure. But it's very aggressive and fast. And after I would always feel like I'm a little bit more aggressive and, and mm. even with the people around me because that's what it brings up yeah. uh, in, in me. And it's really good to get rid of a lot of energy, but then you really need to balance that energy out again to, you know, not, not get out of that balance and, and go into aggression and, and um, the fire basically. Mm. That's so interesting. As you were talking, I feel like there were different pieces of each that I was like, oh, I can see that. But I definitely think that I am the Pitta <laughs> one um, yeah. for sure. But but yeah, so it's I like that because I feel like sometimes um, I know this isn't like the same thing as like a personality test, but sometimes when you start to group yourself into one area, it can be like kind of constricting, I guess, especially when it comes to like diet, exercise, lifestyle, that kind of stuff. And I think that this is so interesting because it's like you said in the beginning, it's looking at each person as a unique person. And like, yes, you might have higher pitta or maybe, you know, a different one as well that comes in for different things and like looking at each piece of you and like these are just pieces that kind of help you come up with what'll work best for you, but it's not constricting. It's not holding you in one little box that like, you know, cause like you were saying earlier, like for example, um, I've done lots of different diets or lifestyle things for my health. And as soon as I do like a, sp a specific one, like you said, like keto or plant-based or something, it just doesn't work. But when I take little pieces from each one, they do. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think it's just really cool that it, it takes everything into account, the whole person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Do you feel it's like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say it's incredibly rich. So, um, and it makes it very interesting as well to, yeah, to, to work with somebody and also, mm -hmm. you know, look at yourself and, and, and understand like have a really deep understanding of how your body really works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that it, it must be interesting to work with different people because you can kind of really see them for who they are. And mm -hmm. um, and also what you said about the exercise thing with Pitta, that, that also makes sense because I think that I'm I'm also drawn to a little bit more of the like, I don't do sports or anything but I anymore, but I do like, I used to love like heavy weightlifting and all of that stuff. And my body like physically burnt out from it. I couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I'm so, it's so interesting. I feel like my body wants yoga, but I personally am like, 
no, that's not, it's not a hard enough workout. You know what I mean? So it's just this mindset of like, it's actually what my body wants, but I'm Mm -hmm. the way that I'm conditioned is like you work out to lose a lot of weight or get like a a fitness shaped body or something like that. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, it's not hard enough or, you know. Mm -hmm. And the interest, the really interesting thing about that is if you put your body through too much, you know, too much exercise and too little calories, it's going to go and think like, I am starving or something. And then it's going to hold on to like all those calories. And even though you're eating really light and exercising a lot, it's still like, it's going to really affect your digestion Mm -hmm. of the food that you are eating. And so it's going to be really easy for you to, to gain weight because you, you're always going to be hungry and Mm -hmm. still, and you're not digesting your food probably. And uh, digestion is actually a really big topic in Ayurveda because if you don't digest your food properly that means that it's gonna it's the basis for you know for your health it's it's the basis for your immune system if if something in your gut is not right Mm -hmm. then you're not going to digest your food properly and that's going to really affect your energy levels as well so it's it's all very logical but to to really see that and you know if if you have been putting your body under too much stress of being you know too much exercising and and eating too little if you actually start resting Mm. and you know eating nourishing things it might actually be be that your body relaxes and your your digestion goes back to a normal level and that you actually lose weight even though you're exercising less and Mm -hmm. eating more but your body is getting out of that starvation mode and your gut is healing and so a lot of unexpected things can happen so it's really that's why we look at at everything that's you know that's going on in in your life and in your body and it it really looks for explanations like why is this happening because it's yeah it's not always clear and we know that stress causes weight gain but in what way does it do that and you know so it's it's yeah it's just super interesting (laughs) i could talk for hours (laughs) (laughs) No, I get it. It sounds like it sounds super interesting. And it's something that like, I want to dig in deeper for myself, just um, Mm. as I, you know, pull out of this corporate space, and I'm taking care of my body. I'm like, I'm much healthier in my gut and other areas of my life. But I do think that this chronic stress that I've felt from my job in the last two years has done some pretty bad damage. So, Mm -hmm. um, so kind of, learning that space. Like for me, I gained almost 50 pounds in about two years Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting at the highest weight I've ever been. And, and weight, you know, is something that I work through personally, but also like, it's just, I'm a really small human. I'm only five one. I'm a small person. So to have much more weight than my body is used to is just, it hurts. Like it's hard Mm -hmm. to do things that I used to be able to do. And I'm I'm almost a hundred percent sure that this chronic stress is a piece of it. I don't think that it's all of it. I think like you're talking about like lifestyle changes, dietary changes, listening there is really helpful. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I just, I feel like from what you're talking about, it sounds like when you work with people, it's just a really good way to see it all encompassing and from each area and what each part of yourself, how to listen in and how to kind of work through that. Right. Yeah, exactly. We look at the the whole person and not just, you know, food or not just exercise and, and, 
it's really you know we are we are humans like our lives are very rich we have you know our spirituality and we have our work and we have our families and we have you know our food and and what we do for fun and all these things influence how we feel and if all of those things are not working in a way that is really nourishing for you then then it's gonna at a certain point yeah break Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's it's often we're not really taught how to listen to our bodies Mm -hmm. um and we just learn from our parents and and our parents are different types than we are so and they learn from their parents and food has changed over the last hundred years so there is a lot of things that that are new now so it's it's a lot to take to take into account as well but so if someone was interested in finding more about your services or just connecting with you online what would be the best way they could do that okay so um my website is www.foreversunday.org mm-hmm. and find me on instagram with at uh, forever sunday i yeah you can find everything about um, a coaching package there and I also have an online course. It's called an Ayurvedic Eating 101. So it's really an introduction on how to apply the Ayurvedic uh, nutrition uh, step by step. So if you say, like, oh, I, I don't really have the money or the time to work with a coach in this online program, I really put together sort of the process where I go through with, with my clients. So if that's of any interest, you can also find more information uh, on my website. Cool. That's a really cool option. I will make sure to link all of that in the show notes and in the blog post so people can just click on over as well. But one of my favorite questions to ask people before we wrap up is what are some of your personal favorite rituals or routines that keep you feeling your best? Mm. One of the things like I never ever skip is tongue cleansing. Mm. Um, so it's it's something very typical in Ayurveda. But we we clean our teeth. But in, in the morning when we wake up, it's a really good idea to also cleanse your tongue, and then you see what comes off. Okay. Um, and it's also influenced just like our sweat and and all the other uh, waste products that our, that our body produces. But it's influenced by the way we eat and what's going on in our life. So I also feel like if I had a few days where I wasn't eaten, eating very healthily and then, you know, I see in my body's waste products yeah. <laughs> what's okay. Okay. This is, I think I need to like a little reset and then, you know, because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not looking so great <laughs> and it makes me feel, feel really good to, to cleanse my tongue uh, as well, because a lot of bacteria are, are gathering there mm. and you can also see from the state of your tongue, what, things are going on or at least an Ayurvedic practitioner will be able to see a lot of things from uh, your tongue. Uh, Obviously yoga is really important to me, yoga meditation. And I have gone from, well, I started doing Ashtanga uh, and Vinyasa flows and then I had a shoulder injury because of that. And then I got into the slower versions Mm. or the slower styles of yoga. And that's been really helpful for me as well to balance that that very great pita fire that I have. And then food wise, I found that I'm still also searching, you know, it's, it's, it's an ongoing process because you move through the seasons and uh, you move through age and 
different phases in your life so it's 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 always changing a little bit but i also found you know what works for me what doesn't work for me and that's just yeah if i if i look back to before uh when i was still in corporate and what i was eating to just yeah i mean the coffee fueled sugar fueled lifestyle to just stay energized like i i still have sugar i still have coffee but not in a way that that it's it's you know it's doing damage like right now it's okay i i like this in my life i will still have a little bit but it's the path of moderation so a lot less than than i used to um so i take a lot better care and if i do find that my body is telling is is going low on energy then i know that i have to like make an effort for a few days to really eat all the nourishing things and lots of veggies and legumes and and all of that and then usually i'll, I'll feel better again so it's always this you know ebb and flow of of life that is uh, going into um, into everything yeah yeah balance <laughs> is definitely yes yeah, yeah. So yeah, is there anything else you would like to tell the listeners of the podcast today? Mm. Yeah, there was just one more thing about balance that I wanted to mm. mention because that that was like a big turnaround for me as well. So if you imagine a balance and, you know, there's 24 hours in a day mm-hmm. and suppose you sleep eight hours of that to just stay in balance. So to, to bring our nervous systems down and staying in balance, if we have eight hours of sleep, we need four hours of off time, mm. of relaxation, just to you know stay in this balance, 12 hours where we can be stressed and work and uh, do all the things. And then we need to just you know, stay healthy, have 12 hours of proper rest and if you are already you know if you are in burnout or you're leading a high stress life then the balance is going to go to one to one end and it's it's not going to last because you know that your body will at a certain point it will break under the the strain of of the weight on on this one part and if you're really a sensitive person uh, if you're a highly sensitive person then you actually might need even more than 12 hours of rest. And, you know, you might need 14 or even 16. Mm -hmm. So where for you lies that balance? And are you getting that kind of nourishment and rest and relaxation in your life at the moment? Because if you're not, then, you know, (laughs) the road ahead is very clear and very scary. Mm -hmm. And if you are, then congratulations and, I mean, it's, it's amazing, uh, but it's really hard being in the environment that we are used to being in, you know, the corporate or the work or, you know, it's, it's, it's always go, go, go and so many things to do, but it just sooner or later, the balance will be completely off and then your body will just refuse. Yeah. So if you are already there or if you see like, oh, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe what I'm doing right now is not working so much. So try and bring that, yeah, bring that back to that level ground almost. Right. Yeah, exactly. Some, yeah. So that your body can start healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love all of that. I think that it's, it's, it hits home right now for me because I just, I just left a burnout situation or, or a situation that was going toward burnout at least. And 
and yeah, I think this, this idea of balance is, it's always like a, it's a work in progress. Not every, you're not going to be perfect at it. Like you said earlier, it's, you can't just like become balanced (laughs) and you're like perfect, Mm -hmm. you know, it takes some work and, and it's uh, something that you constantly have to kind of figure out with where your life's at. But, but yeah, so I think like something like working with you or trying to just figure out a way to understand how your body what your body needs is really important. So I think that's super helpful for the listeners today. Thank you so much for, for being on and sharing your wisdom. I'm so excited for everybody to hear your episode. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Of course.